0: Well, hello, hello. (laughs) Woo. This is a wonderfully blessed day. I don't care what day, what kind of day you're having. I don't care what is going on in your life. This is a blessed day. Because it's the day that he's made. The Lord, the Lord has made. And I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to choose to rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. You know, we go through all kinds of ebb and flows, up and downs in life, but God, he says he'll never leave us, nor will he forsake us. And this is another opportunity for us to come and hang out with him and enjoy Jesus together. Amen. Amen. Welcome to another broadcast of Together With Him. Amen. I'm Sister Ann, and just want to invite you just to come and chill out for just a moment, huh, to share, to encourage, be encouraged by His Word, to be blessed, to praise and worship Him, to lift Him up. Amen. Let's pray. Father, in the matchless name of Jesus, we just thank you for another wonderful opportunity because this is a day that you've given us an opportunity to see another day, to be in your presence in this place, to yet overcome, to yet be comforted, to yet give you praise, glory, and honor. And we just ask God that you will just just speak to our hearts today be with us help us god we love you in jesus name amen i just want to give him some glory (laughs) yes how about you he is so wonderfully wonderfully beautiful you know there's many attributes of god but one thing that I know about God is that He is awesome. He is awesome. He is wonderful. He is altogether lovely. So many, so many attributes, so many, so many descriptions, so many things that we could say about our God. But, you know, He is. And that's what's really, really wonderful. He is. He's the way, He's the truth. He's the light, you know. He's made a way for us to come to Him. Hmm. Slewfoot can't touch Him. Slewfoot cannot touch Him, no shape, form, or fashion. I know my God is awesome. Amen. Big shout outs, big shout outs. We want to give Him all, all the love today to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Big shout-outs to all of the LFHHM volunteers. Now, we have people that are just on fire for the Lord, and we're just so grateful for them. You know, we we, uh, come together, we pray for each other, we enjoy Jesus together, but we get a chance to roll up our sleeves, Mm, roll up our sleeves, and work for the Lord. Whatever gift that God has given us as believers in a part of this group here we just give it all back to him i tell you there's some great people very creative people and people who are dedicated and focused to just pray so for all of everyone that prays for the lfhhm ministry the laborers for his harvest ministries and all of god's ministries all of the people that work in the the workers of the harvest you know when you lift up those prayers for god i tell you for god's people unto god that's huge thank you for praying we had a wonderful broadcast yesterday uh, on the go with lfhhm a wonderful broadcast sister Sandy Hyatt shared her testimony now you have to go out there and check it out I tell you she is another fireball for Jesus has been on the battlefield for Jesus for years has uh, blessed the Lord and continues to bless the Lord and works effortlessly in or tirelessly rather i mean there's always an effort because we we do sacrifice now uh, let's just know that we do present our bodies as a living sacrifice how is that what what's all that about um it's not easy yeah it's not easy it's not easy uh doing the work of the lord we get tired sure but sister Hyatt has just hung in there and has just blessed. She continues to bless women, women's Bible classes and prayer. She's a a musician, wonderful musician. She's raised children that are also workers in the harvest, the fields of, of the Lord. And she had just really blessed us. Go out there and check it out when you have a chance. Share the links. That's what it's all about. You know, I can talk about it and you can go watch it and and be blessed. But, you know, when it's really good, just the word itself is good. huh? The word is good. Sweeter than honey and the honeycomb, the Bible says. And I tell you, when you share the word, that's sharing the most priceless, most, most priceless gift that you can give a person is the word of God. You know, you share a link. You've taken the time to do that you're saying, look, I love you. I don't want you to be lost here. Here's something to encourage you to to keep going in the Lord. Check it out. You know, that's a wonderful gift. So we want to give big shout outs to her and all the ones that joined So you can go in and you can comment, make your comments. You know, we have wonderful Christian people that follow and they commented and that was really, really nice. We enjoy them. Big shout outs to all the brothers and sisters, the, the powerhouses for the Lord hmm, who hang in there for with him, to all of the family and friends, all of family and friends that join us and to you, you know, big shout outs to you. We just thank the Lord for you today. Well, before we do anything, I just want to open up. Now we've done our prayer. Amen. We've done our shout outs. But you know what? I'd like to go and just give him some praise and and worship. Let's do some of that. And this this video here is a an opportunity for us to just do that. Now, this is I've been, been into the praise, the praise breaks, the praise and worship opportunities that, you know, Okay, so we have all different genres of music, but What about just praising the Lord? And this is a a praise break here where Antoine Cook leads the the praise and worship team at the Spirit and Truth Ministries. Well, you know, they're saying something for Jesus. So that's what I want to do. I just want to bless the Lord. So let's see if we can just go ahead and do that. Amen. Praise God. Let's go. do you like jesus can't nobody do you like the lord amen can't nobody do you like jesus praise god what a wonderful testimony in him for real you know i'm gonna say this uh there's plenty of people in the world i love people i love my children you know i i love people but honey when it comes to my lord Come on. Can't nobody do you like Jesus. He's the one that, that'll uh, pick you. He picked you up. He turns you around. He placed your feet. He plays my fleet. Thank you, Lord Jesus. On solid ground. Solid ground. I'm telling you when I was low sunken sin on my way, on my, say, I'm on my way, huh? I was on my way to a flaming hell. Come on, the world was on its way to a flaming hell, but God, hallelujah, can't nobody do you like Jesus. And talk about some problem solving. He can solve some problems. Hallelujah. That's why I go, I lay before him in prayer. He's a heart fixer hey come on you know my I was all caught down in the dumps a little bit just a little bit but when I think when I started thinking come on now when I started thinking of the goodness of my savior the goodness of Jesus and oh hallelujah not just what he's done for me hallelujah but because of who he is thank you oh yes Hallelujah, my soul straight cried out. Hallelujah, thank you, Lord, for saving me. Thank you, Lord, for keeping me. Thank you, Lord, come on, for loving me. Yes, yes, yes. Can't nobody do you like Jesus. Praise God. Go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead and get, get this Bible. Get your Bible. Go grab it. Now, this is one of our, just our little uh, beautiful Bible covers. And we, we do those. We're going to talk about that a little later on sometime. That was many years ago. We continue to share in that. But go get your Bible. Now, your Bible, this is the word of God. This is why when you feel down in the dumps, it won't, it won't stay. You won't be in that place for long. When you feel lonely, you won't be in that place for long if you open it up, open it up. You know, you might not even know the scripture of what to say, but if you open it up and start reading it, thank you, Lord, just start reading, just open it up and start reading it. Go, go in Matthew, go, go in Mark, go in the, I don't care where you go, just start reading it. And then it's like, okay. And you get interested. It gets good. You start spending time in it. Then you start praying, God, show me. What is it? Hallelujah. Then you start researching and studying. You become a student of the word of God. So you do that and then you start wanting to tell somebody else. Sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. I mean, it just keeps going on and on and on. Yes, he just keeps turning over and over. Hallelujah in my soul. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, go ahead. And while you're getting ready, you can go ahead and put your finger in Deuteronomy chapter 6. Go to Deuteronomy chapter 6. We'll be looking at verses 4 through 5. Hmm. Yeah, go there. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and then Deuteronomy. That's in the Old Testament. We're going to start there. But everything that's in the Old Testament, Jesus, he personifies it. He's, it's being made. It's made manifest in the New Testament. We, we study and eat the whole roll. I know some folks say, oh, Old Testament, you shouldn't go there. It's not. That was in the Old Testament. Well, Jesus, is. he was in the beginning. because was the word. Thank you Jesus. First John. John chapter 1 and the word was with God and the word was God. Come on. So look, it's all. He was there in Genesis and he's there until the end. And then he's there forevermore. He's always there. <sighs> Thank you Jesus. Who is my neighbor? Who's my neighbor? You know, I know you've probably heard this. You've probably heard this for those seasoned folks. But right now, it's like, okay, you might have some neighbors that you've checked out. Neighbors, folks have been in their homes and having to work from home and everything. And you might not have seen your neighbor as much as you have when you were able to get out. Or maybe, maybe not so much, maybe so much. But who are they? Is it just the person next door? Yeah, is it just the person next door? The neighbor. Do I have the boldness to even, once I find out who my neighbor is, do I have the boldness to talk to him about Jesus? Do I have the boldness to help him? Hmm? Well, you remember Mr. Rogers... You know he's been gone a while, and it seems like it was just yesterday. Mr. Rogers, Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. We used to watch that when we were kids, and everything. But Mr. Rogers, his name was Fred McFeely Rogers, also known as Mr. Rogers, and he was an American television host, an author, a producer and a presbyterian minister he was the creator uh, showrunner and the host of the preschool television series mr rogers neighborhood and that broadcast that show ran on pbs uh, public uh, broadcast uh, channel or system it ran from 1968 to 2001 and I tell you, when I was a little girl, when things were rough in life, when I would come home from school, you know, you had, you were latchkeys back then. We can go through the history of raising children and what we had to do as Americans uh, raising children, but latchkey, that's where you have a key and you give it to the child and then you have to go work But then the child just comes in, unlocks the door, and comes home to an empty house. Or brothers and sisters and chores. Or brothers, sisters, and chores and responsibilities when you're older. (laughs) But Mr. Rogers was that person that taught who your neighbor was. Hmm? he taught you who your neighbor was he taught good wholesome really even though he was teaching the world this talk was teaching actually biblical principles yep he was teaching biblical principles in a way to where the world may have known or may not have known but they accepted it because it was on a public broadcast channel and then it was just good wholesome television broadcasting and really for little kids so we had an opportunity to learn good biblical principles and not even know it as children we learned about who our neighbor was let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 6 verses 4 through 5 Let's go to the Word. Let's go to the Bible and see what, what he says about being a neighbor and who our neighbors are. It says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God. The Lord is one, the only God. We shall love the Lord. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and mind. And with all your soul. And with all your strength. Your entire being. And why is that important? To love the Lord our God. He gives us that instruction. And really. That's really the first of instructions. First thing. Is to love God. Even in the Ten Commandments. Hmm. So. Since we know we're to love God first, first. And how are we to love him? With all our hearts, all of our minds, all of our souls, and all of our strength, our entire being. So I'm sorry, those love songs that be saying, it says, oh, you have my heart and and all that. That doesn't belong to that person. That belongs to to god we should give it to him first give it to him and let him keep it in habit we can trust god we can trust him so we have a good instruction now let's go to leviticus chapter 19 genesis exodus leviticus now that comes before deuteronomy genesis exodus leviticus numbers deuteronomy okay leviticus chapter 19 Let's turn there. So this is getting a little bit closer and deeper. And it actually states how we should, how we should treat neighbors, uh, who our neighbor is and what we should do here. He says, gives instruction, verse 18, you shall not take revenge nor bear any grudge against the sons of your people. But you shall love your neighbor, acquaintance, associate, companion, as yourself. I am the Lord. That's what he says. So we know just if we are okay, if we're God's people, if he's talking just to God's people, I'm getting there. If he's talking just to God's people, those that are Christians, those that are saved, whatever, just to God's people. This is what he says. You're to love them. But here we're going to look at to understand that not only are we to love, not only are we who our neighbor is, just the, the saints, our inner circle, the saved, but also everyone in the world. Yeah. Everyone in the world. That's our neighbor. Okay. So your love you shall love your neighbor, your acquaintance, associate, companion. So I want to stop right there for a minute. Okay, marrieds, marrieds, love one another. Love one another. Yeah, and there's many scriptures that talk to marrieds, companions, love one another. All right. Let's go down to verse 33 and look at verse 33, verses 33 and 34. Now, here we go. It brings in everyone else. When a stranger resides with you in your land, you shall not oppress or mistreat him. See, if you're loving someone, you're not going to oppress them. You're not going to mistreat them. Yeah. Verse 34. But the stranger who resides with you shall be to you like someone native born among you, and you shall love him as yourself for you were strangers in the land of egypt i am the lord your god yeah so that pretty much includes everybody guys who's our neighbor everybody (laughs) pretty much that's it so we are to love everyone definitely loving our family our friends our spouses let's do that who is our neighbor those are our neighbors so when it's like you feeling like okay well my husband is my neighbor he getting on my nerves I can treat him any kind of way no you can't wife oh that's my wife she's just such a nag or whatever and blah 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 blah, blah, blah. she's in whatever you want to say look love her why because God says to love her why because that's your neighbor Mm mm-hmm yeah, your neighbor next door is your neighbor. But those folks that are in your house are also neighbors. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Now, let's go to Proverbs chapter 3, verses 28 through 34. Let's check out that scripture. Now, I love Proverbs. Proverbs is also in the Old Testament. Proverbs is a book of wisdom. Look, you turn to Proverbs, you're going to just really, it's going to be eye-opening and lightning for you. Uh, If you are wanting to do some studying, an easy way to get through Proverbs is just go and read a chapter in Proverbs a day. So you'll get a chance. If you read a chapter in Proverbs a day, you'll get through Proverbs, the whole book in a month. Yeah, so take those bite-sized pieces because I'm telling you a lot of times what I do, it's like, okay, I'll take those bite-sized pieces because I it's just so good. And I want to understand it. I want to I want to understand where God's coming from and what he's saying. That book of wisdom that was written by King Solomon. Hmm. Well, let's look at Proverbs chapter 3 verse 28 starting at 28. It says, do not say to your neighbor, go and come back. And tomorrow I will give it when you have it with you. Hmm. Now I'm reading out of the Amplified, by the way. So if you have something that your neighbors, you know, you borrowed something from your neighbors. uh, And then a neighbor comes, you know, needs it. They're coming knocking on the door. Then you say, "Oh, I'll give it to you tomorrow. Don't do that. That's not being a good neighbor. That's what he's saying. Okay. And when we share an instruction, I just want to share and and have everyone understand. When we share, this word is for everyone. It's from the pulpit to the door. God's word is for the, uh, the apostle, archbishop, everybody. You name it. You name it. God's word is for everybody. Okay, that was my office phone. So when I share it, it's for me too. It blesses me too. You know, we get to thinking, it's like, okay, well, I don't want to listen to them because they judge too much. They're such fuddy-duddies and they're just doing too much judging. No, what we do, we compare ourselves to what the Word says. We want to know what God says because he is the just judge. So if it seems like the word is judging, oh, wow, God, that, that's a little deep. I, I'm wondering, where'd you get that from? You know, what, do I really have to or whatever? Or if I'm hearing a sermon that steps on my toes, I have learned to just say, ouch, and then God help me. Show me where I can be and do better. That's it. That's it. It's a beautiful thing. I love to be able to read the word of God and see. It's like, that's what I do. I just don't go to just look to see if I'm right. Yes, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sister, right? Huh? Sister, holy, sanctified, sister, righteous. Ah, no. I want to look to make sure that what I'm doing is right and pleasing to him. Yeah, that's what I want to do. I don't want to just make sure that I'm right. I want to, if I'm wrong, okay, praise God. If I'm wrong, that's what God's word does for us. Verse 29, do not devise evil against your neighbor who lives securely beside you. So here's the thing. Don't steal from him. Don't steal from him. Don't devise evil in any way against your neighbor. That's what he just said. Who lives securely beside you? We we are to trust our neighbors in the sense that we're Look, I mean, I don't want to leave my door unlocked because everybody's not being neighborly. But I also don't want my next-door neighbor or whatever or anyone in my neighborhood coming in and just, you know, wreaking havoc. That's not right. We want a safe neighborhood. So if we go in the word of God and we can see and we can talk to anyone who uh, they're out there and, and breaking into houses, stop. Don't do that. Yeah. Because in the word it says don't do it. Yeah. Don't devise evil against your neighbor who lives securely beside you. Verse 30. Do not quarrel with a man without cause. If he has done you no harm. Some people are just so straight argumentative. They just want to argue argue about everything oh wow don't do that that's not being neighborly that's not being christ-like that's not being neighborly verse 31 do not envy a man of violence and do not choose any of his ways do not envy a man of violence and do not choose any of his ways so i'm talking to everybody that gets look you go out there here's here's a scenario You're out there working hard, and you get off your job, and you get in your car that you may not have paid for it and may may be making payments on it or something, and you might be living in a rental home or whatever and maybe uh, not really own the home or whatever, and then you see someone coming down the street, and, and, uh, you know, you know what kind of business they're into. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be just uh, uh, dope dealers, you know, or... Uh, anyone that does uh, any 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 anything that's not right in the streets. Criminals. Don't be jealous of criminals in the streets because they can go out and then they flash this money. You know, one thing about the Christian, uh, not, not so much the Christian hip-hop, but the hip-hop in general, they are always talking about bling. They're always talking about how they are making it rain. They're always talking about those things, but they never tell you how they do it. Okay. So, okay. Maybe they do tell you how they do it. Who wants to steal? Who wants to sling dope? Who wants to do those things where you're looking over your shoulder? And it's not just on the street corner criminals. We're talking about white, so-called white collar criminals. Those are in the office, uh, offices and, and stealing from, uh, mutual funds and, and stealing, you know, from stock options and, you know, all kinds of business owner criminals of all colors, all races, all businesses, all walks of life, guys. Yeah. We, we don't just dump on those little criminals that you think you see in the street. If you're doing wrong, don't envy the person that's doing wrong. If you're doing wrong, stop it. Don't envy the person that's doing wrong. Violence, thieving. Don't do that because look, don't even want to choose his ways because he's going to reap what he sows. Thank you, Jesus. Isn't the word delivering? The word will deliver you and get your mind turned to what's right. Thank you, Lord. Verse 32, for the the divisive are repulsive to the Lord. But his private counsel is with the upright, those with spiritual integrity and moral courage. The curse of the Lord is on the house. The curse of the Lord is on the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the just and righteous. Get that. Yeah, we just talked about that. God will bless your home. You're you're doing right. You're doing what's right. He will bless your home. Yes, he will. And he says that there's a curse on the house of the wicked. Those that's choosing to be criminals, those that's not walking in the right way, being deceptive, stealing, deceiving people. On every level. I don't care if you live in two point five million or uh twenty thousand, two hundred thousand dollar, whatever, or twenty thousand dollar home. It don't matter. Huh? That two point five million if you're doing criminal activity, that house is cursed. That neighbor's cursed if you're doing criminal activity. Come on. But he blesses the home of the just and righteous. Though he scoffs at some of God, though he scoffs at the scoffers and scorns the scorners, yet he gives his grace, his undeserved favor to the humble, those who give up self-importance. So there's a key about being a neighbor. Yeah, you're humble. Yeah. Neighbors are are humble. They don't think they're all so suchy-munchy to where they, they think they're better. Yeah, they're humble about it. And God, he is grace. He gives grace. Thank you, Lord. Blessings. He's with those people who are humble. All right. We can't talk about the neighbor without talking about the parable of the good Samaritan. Praise the Lord, Sister Yossi. Yes, everyone is your neighbor. Yes, Sister Yossi. God bless you. Thank you for joining. Amen. Everyone is your neighbor. Thank you, Lord. And the Good Samaritan, we're going to read the story here. But it starts out, but the parable is interesting because, you know, it starts out with, uh, with someone who thinks that they're all bad in a bag of chips when they start telling the story, the parable, and it starts at verse 25 here. talks about a lawyer, and he thought he was all that. Yeah, he he's doing it all right. He doesn't have to worry about anything. You know, he's, he's Mr. Right, checking off the list. Got that right. Right, nose in the air. But let's see what, what happens, what's going on with him. Luke chapter 10, verses 25 through 37 says, And a certain lawyer, an expert in Mosaic law, stood up to test him. That was to test Jesus. He was saying, Teacher, what must I do to inherit an eternal life? Jesus said to him, What is written in the law? How do you read it? And he replied, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. Jesus said to him, You have answered correctly. Do this habitually, and you will live. But he was wishing to justify and vindicate himself asked jesus and who is my neighbor so it's like uh maybe so jesus but uh look i might i might uh treat you right but who who is my neighbor yeah because back then it's like you had your jews and you had your gentiles and gentiles were not having it they were not trying to hang with anyone that wasn't jews Just you know, and as Christians, we, we need to really make sure believers we're workers in the harvest of God in the fields of God. We need to really make sure that we're humble, that we don't have that, that question. Well, who is our neighbor? Because God shared with us, everybody is. So when we go out and minister, we don't look down at people. Well, I'm not going to witness to that one because that one is not this color or that one is not of this ethnicity or that one is wearing those kind of clothes. And I'm just not going there. I've witnessed to everyone. Everyone. I don't care. I'm not intimidated. The Lord puts in my heart and given the opportunity, I'm going to share jesus i'm gonna ask them and you know what here's what i do a little sneaky thing and it's sneaky yeah we that win souls is wise i ask them what church you go to hmm, that's always an opener yeah what church you go to and then they get a chance to explain if they do or don't and then you get a chance to eventually do what invite them to your church that's right huh so we don't have to worry and try to sift this out this person out well i'm not going to ask this i'm not going to talk to this person i'm not going to witness to that person because they don't look right no we're not going to do that we're not going to be self-righteous we're going to be humble we're going to be humble like the word of god says so here we go, verse 30, and it talks about, here's Jesus, now, Jesus, the master teacher. Our God, he's a master teacher. He, he knows how to teach folks better than anyone. Here we go. Jesus replied, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he encountered robbers who stripped him of his clothes and his belongings, beat him, and went their way unconcerned, leaving him half dead. Now by coincidence, a priest was going down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Likewise, a Levite also came down to the place and saw him, and passed by on the other side of the road. But a Samaritan foreigner who was traveling came upon him and when he saw him he was deeply moved with compassion for him and he went to him and bandaged up his wounds pouring oil and wine on them to soothe and disinfect his the injuries and he put him on his own pack animal and brought him to an inn and took care of him On the next day, he took out two denarii, that's two days' wages, and gave them to the innkeeper and said, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, I will repay you when I return. Which of these three do you think proved himself a neighbor to the man who encountered the robbers? He answered, Now, this is the lawyer answer. He answered, the one who showed compassion and mercy to him. Then Jesus said, go and consistently do the same. Yep. Praise the Lord, Sister Alexis. God bless you. Hey. She said, hey, big mama. Hey, baby. (laughs) Brother King, God bless you. Amen. Sure. So Jesus tells us to do that same thing, right? Which of these three do you think proved himself a neighbor? See, we talk about being saved. Okay. Yes. And we are saved by God's grace and he saves us, beautifully saves us and we're saved. Okay. Is that it? No, that's not it. Because then he commissions us once we get saved, we're to minister to everyone around us. And then we're to go into the highways and hedges. We're to go everywhere, wherever we go and working and going to school or whatever it is, wherever we're going. We're to tell the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. We're to witness to people. And we're to help them. Hmm? Yeah, there is a great, great thing in helping people who've fallen on different, different hard times or whatever. So Jesus said, look, he says, the one who showed compassion and mercy to him. Jesus said, go and consistently do the same. Yes, prove yourself. Thank you, Jesus, to be a neighbor. Prove yourself to be. I'm wondering, and I had to catch myself one, one summer, I had to catch myself. I said, okay, uh, who have I witnessed to in my neighborhood? And you know what? I had to say, okay, let me get it together. So I made myself some tracks or you can get some tracks that are already developed, right? If you're at a church fellowship, get some tracks, that are already developed, ask the, the, uh, the witnessing, those that get out the outreach ministries, do they have anything where, you know, if you don't have the finances or whatever, or the time, ask them if they have something to pass out and then go and knock on your neighbor's doors, do it. I've done it. And you know, there's certain religions and faiths that'll do it. They'll come knocking your door and straight or not ashamed. And they do not have the truth. They are so confused. They're bold, and they don't have the truth, and they'll knock on your door. Now, they're knocking on your door for a different reason. You know, they think that, hey, if I witness to, I have so many people to witness to, and then I'm going to buy my way into heaven. How sad. How sad. Jesus paid it all. All to him. I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain. But you know what? His blood washed me. Bright as snow, I say bright as snow. Mm. bright to me is whiter than 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 white, bright <laughs> anyway, it's a blessing and it's m- miraculous m- magnificent. So if we can allow for one faith to go out and they don't even have the truth and be bold enough to do it, then why can't we, and I'm saying well we know who saved us, use that track. And you know, we may not understand it all, because there was a time where I didn't understand it all, but you know what, I did my best to do what the Lord put in my heart to do. I did my best to live it, to study it. I did my best to pray, to get to know him, to press in. And we continue to do our best to do those things. Just because we don't get it right one week, don't give up. Here's a new week, we're getting ready to do a new week first fruit of this week is that we have come together and blessed his holy name yeah i'm sure you've been to your different churches church bodies you you've uh, been blessed participated hung in there and yeah now we have all week we have all week to prove hallelujah to ourselves but then to be obedient to what god says going out there and blessing blessing the world with the good news of the gospel of jesus christ yeah the one who showed compassion and mercy to him go and do consistently the same don't stop don't let the world get you all wrapped up who is my neighbor well, i'll talk to him later or she ain't doing nothing don't have those negative those negative feelings about human beings because we don't know when god is coming I have to strengthen myself. I don't know when he's coming, and that's okay. I don't need to know when he's coming. I know when he's came into my life, but then I know that he is coming. Yeah, that's what's the important part about it all. I know he is coming. He's coming soon. So it's my job to bless my neighbor. Bind up the wounds. Hallelujah. Bind up the wounds. How do I do that? I'm going to, I'm just going to bless the Lord. I'm going to bind them up. I'm going to listen. Listening is a way to bind up some wounds. Yeah. The good Samaritan, who is my neighbor? That lonely neighbor. Mm -hmm. That person who is alone. Now, loneliness hits people that have, uh, have it all together. Seems don't they? Doesn't it? It seems like loneliness will hit someone who's driving a Lamborghini living in a 2.7 million, uh, making, uh, whatever millions and, or hundred thousands or whatever, uh, has the perfect looking spouse or whatever works out how many days a week and all that. Yeah. So uh, those neighbors there, but here's the thing, binding up the wounds. Those folks are lonely too. So look for the lonely neighbor, the wounds of the lonely, the wounds of the needing some some information about how to make it, the wounds of someone just needing someone to talk to and where you can listen and maybe you're smart enough or not so much smart enough, but you, you're brave enough to where you can help, help them come up with a solution to the problem. Yeah, the patience, taking time, those wounds of loneliness those wounds of needing someone to talk to those wounds financial wounds not having enough yeah bind up those wounds and put them yeah, put them on your beast what's that well you know shoot put them in your cadillac bring them and take them to church yeah pick them up and pick them up and all the kids and their cousins or whoever bring them in in your car and bring them to a place of worship a place of safety. Take them on an appointment where they don't have to catch a bus. Or even if they do have the Lamborghini in the garage, maybe they're too distraught. Offer to come and pick them up anyway. Yeah. You don't know. We get tired. Yeah, make sure they get there. They don't have to face that situation alone. Be a neighbor. Be neighborly. Check on people. Sure, it's not being nosy. One of the greatest neighbors I had was a young, young girl. Yes, yeah, she was young. When I first met her, ooh, when I first met her, she was young. And she was living with her her uh, boyfriend, this was, you know, some years back. And I watched that little neighbor. She grew into a wonderful woman and got married to that boyfriend. They had, had a child. But one of the best neighbors I've ever had in my life. And it gave me an opportunity to check on that neighbor. But you know what? That little neighbor, she checked on me. She was being neighborly. Yeah. She's a great woman. And I appreciate her. And I think about her often. Be a neighbor. Amen. Praise God. Well, the word of God has come forth. It's come forth. Yeah. For God so loved the world. Yes, he did. And yes, he does. He's still here. He's still with us. Hmm. He gave his only begotten son that whosoever shall believe it should, should not in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That's the good news, guys. We don't have to go to a place of torment forever and ever. That place wasn't meant for us. It wasn't devised for us. As human beings. It was created for the devil and his angels, not human beings. God made a way of escape for us, human beings. Hmm. And if you want to know Christ as your savior, you want to know Christ as your savior. Yeah. You want to, even if you want to do better, When it comes to being neighborly. Maybe you're already a good neighbor. Maybe you're already a good person. But you just don't know Jesus. You haven't asked Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. You haven't asked Jesus to wash away your sins. And asking him to be your Lord and Savior. You haven't gone through. To walk in the relationship with God. Yeah. Maybe that's the case. Pray this prayer. Dear God in heaven, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I acknowledge to you that I am a sinner and I am sorry for my sins. And the life that I have lived. I need your forgiveness. Please forgive me for my sins. I repent and turn away from sin. And I turn to you. I believe that you... Jesus shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins and I am now willing to turn from my sins. I repent and turn away from sin, and I turn to you. I believe that you, Jesus, shed your precious blood on the cross at Calvary and died for my sins. And I am now willing to turn from my sin. Right now I ask you, Jesus, to be my Lord and Savior and Lord over my life and my soul. With my heart, I believe that God raised Jesus from the dead. This very moment, I accept you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. Lord Jesus, transform my life so that I may bring glory. And honor to you. In Jesus name. Amen. 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 And if you prayed that prayer. You are on your way. To having that relationship with God. It's a continual thing. Mm -hmm. We continually walk with him. So grow in him be blessed. There is a pamphlet out on our website, uh, www.lfhm.org. And you can go to the Discipleship Resources tab and then click on that. And then you'll see a pamphlet called The Road to Salvation. And in that there are scriptures to affirm your salvation. And Walking with him, it explains baptism, it explains repentance, it gives scripture on it. It explains being filled with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we, we can know that God wants us to be successful in walking with him and be assured mm, to be that, that, um, that Samaritan that good Samaritan and we can do it because we have the Holy Spirit in us and to be filled with the Holy Spirit to know that the initial evidence of speaking in tongues is the Spirit of God gives utterance and then to walk in the newness of life to grow in him to walk in victory walking with the Lord it explains that can go out there and grab that amen well i tell you i have really enjoyed myself again i just love the lord and i know you do too big shout outs to everyone that has made a comment put a comment in the, the comment section if you just scroll by and push the like button i just appreciate that and we do here at the ministry And uh, we just pray for all of God's ministries in that we are on our jobs for the Lord to get the gospel out. Shout outs to everyone who is on fire for the Lord. There are 7 billion people on this planet and there's lots of work to be done. Lots of work. I do my part and praise God for every ministry that, that does theirs. Uh, that thanks again to the lfhhm volunteers and keep us in your prayers pray for us and we definitely are praying for you Uh, we'll see you next time be blessed thank you for joining the lfhhm broadcast together with him special thanks to the lfhhm volunteers friends and the consultants at Union Rock Hill Films, One God, One Church. Don't forget to check out the discipleship resources at www.lfhhm.org. There are also great volunteer opportunities. Click on the Contact Us tab and let us know you're interested. Be sure to subscribe, like, and sign up to review media notifications on events and updates. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is indeed plentiful, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest.